what a season. We've had 70 shows from LA, from London, from Dublin, from Belfast, meetups, everything. And we're here outside SoFi Stadium after the Los Angeles Rams defeat the Cincinnati Bengals in Super Bowl 56. Here's a review show on the Irish NFL show. Welcome into the Irish NFL show presented by Trust Gaming, Matchweek Betting Exchange, the Arlingus College Football Classic, and many arcade systems. As you can see behind us, the Los Angeles Rams have won Super Bowl 56, 23 to 20 over the Cincinnati Bengals. In this show, we're going to be joined by all the lads and uh, with Mark Cockrell at the minute from the show. Mark, uh, a great, great game. Did you enjoy it? Oh, Michael, how, how could you not enjoy a game like that? This is what the NFL is all about. That was a great Super Bowl. Both teams had all the chances to win, both teams potentially threw away their chances to win at times but you know look at the spectacular look how the second half started off two of the all-time kind of most explosive plays to start off uh, a second half in Super Bowl history 75 yards to T Higgins amazing adjustment on the catch and then Matthew Stafford with a tip ball in fairness throwing a pick and all the momentum shifted to the Cincinnati Bengals but Michael when they really needed it when they really needed the drive after going interception Three and out, interception, three and out, field goal, three, three, three. The Los Angeles Rams came up with the drive when they really needed it. And who they go to? The one and only Cooper Cup. Yeah, and the Cooper Cup, which I haven't even mentioned, MVP, incredible season for Cooper Cup. And if he even gets three quarters of the way that he done this year, next year, it'll be an incredible season for him next year as well. But um, he had such a, he, he took a massive hit on that game, with the, just, or just that play with the flag. and. He looked so emotional at the end of the game and I, for me Mark, it was all about that third quarter. Like the Rams were so, I wouldn't say slow, but they couldn't get it done. And I felt like the Bengals, you know, had so many opportunities, but the Rams also had so many opportunities and they just couldn't get over the line. And where do you think the Bengals go from here? I know I know, we're going to talk to Brian and we're going to talk to Colin in different segments of the show today, but you know, just. Joe Burrow, do you think he's going to be extremely disappointed because he really you know, had the ball oh. there? Had the ball with what, 135 or Of course, Burrows. I mean, before we move off cup, just to say, you know, they couldn't get the run game going at all. Akers was appalling. So, what do they do on fourth and one? We'll give it to Cup on the end of the round to run it in. His catching was amazing. As you said, he took a massive hit on that uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Um, but MVP, well deserved. Fantastic performance, more yards than any receiver in NFL history. You can combine regular season and postseason, so um, fantastic performance by him. But you're saying about Joe Burrow, you're saying about the Cincinnati Bengals, of course you would look and think they can come again, they can rebuild. 
And we've said before, sometimes your opportunity, you have to seize it when you have it. He is still in the AFC with Josh Allen, with Patrick Mahomes, with Justin Herbert. Um, and that's even without seeing where the free agency madness is going to leave us. So there's enough, unfortunately, talent he has to compete with. And the Bengals have been on a Cinderella run. And Cinderella only found her glass slipper once. So it's been hard to get it twice. Cinderella quotes from Mark and Sophie. I say this, this stadium is epic, isn't it? It's just unbelievable. I'm going to get Mark's moving in here. No, I'm going to come uh, in. Yeah, uh, epic stadium, isn't it? It's just class, man. It, it is absolutely fantastic. You walk in, no sight lines are bad. It is unreal. The, the confetti is just settling. Aaron Donald finally has his reign, which he sealed up, obviously. And he literally said, apparently, to, we well, have to verify this on NBC at the end of the game, he did not rule out retirement. So, and you know, obviously Sean McVay now the youngest the youngest head coach in the history yeah. of the league to so win a Super Bowl so takes over Mike Tomlin's record which initially set but of course Mike Tomlin still hasn't won his second so Sean McVay now over to you what have you done for us lately it's just been an incredible year incredible day as well and I think one thing we will say and I know the boys will say at the end of the show as well but we wouldn't really be here without the people in Ireland and uh, UK Europe etc that have followed us support from the NFL it's been an incredible journey this weekend and the season and uh, you know what's next how can we top this <laughs> did you ask in vegas right no no i'm not i'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing it in vegas but here seriously though um a super bowl that i think we'll, we'll look back on that the start of it and we'll talk to the boys but this but the start of it where was it stafford came out and that bengals defense the bengals oh. defense were so good for a lot of the game and I think at the end they started to tire a bit, didn't they? Well, they did. I mean, they were so good at the start of the game. Uh, after the start of the game, I mean, the Rams went up 7-0 and you started to worry. If the Rams get a big lead here, how is this going to affect? And the Bengals, you know, stood strong. As we said, two picks. Jesse Bates, uh, towards the end of the first half there, I mean, he started the Titans game at a pick, ended the Chiefs game at a pick, and now he gets one in the middle of this Super Bowl. And it looked like they might be the story, uh, naturally. But, you know, not to be on this occasion, said at the start of the fourth quarter, the last Super Bowl the Bengals were in, way back in 89 against the 49ers, they were leading coming into the fourth quarter. Once again, they were, and once again, their hearts have been broken. And Matthew Stafford, uh, two interceptions in the game. Yeah. Didn't even get to hear him at the end, but he, he's a happy man. He's won a Super Bowl ring, and he's, he's been vindicated. And Sean McVay has been in, he's been vindicated for their decisions last season. A lot of talk was, you know, April, May time or June time. That, you know the Rams went all in here, but have to have they made the right choices? They have. They won. Oh, of course. And look, of course, they were adapting on the fly to you losing OBJ towards the end of the first of course. half. There, yeah. you know, no Robert Woods, as we all know, no OBJ. So that second receiver was trying to lean on Van Jefferson a bit, and it was clear they were trying to adapt on the fly, um, and started to stutter quite a bit on offense. Um, but they they got the plays when they needed them. There were a number of plays in the first half, especially when they were putting points on the board big third down conversions and towards the end when it really mattered when they needed that fourth down conversion when they needed other conversions they got it um, and, and like we said when he really needed it when you had no one left to call on who do you go to the one and only Cooper Cup just don't expect him to throw the ball maybe that might be better that was that would have been such a good play seriously yeah. it wasn't it was an enjoyable game it was a very tight game and i think i was the one that said i thought it'd be a blowout so i was wrong i did pick the rounds of brian's bunker and i know you're going to tell me now that i went back in them yes you but did. i still yes, did, did and the video exists so i'm happy enough but uh, big day for Gronky, big day for the rams big day in SoFi. and uh, yeah. coming up next we're going to talk to brian Collum and the boys and maybe a few special guests we'll see how we get on in SoFi here tonight but uh, here are some post-game interviews from the rams team the champions um, in the NFL this season, the world champions. <laughs> 
Uh, we're going to have to get them against the Donegal or Derry Vipers now to make sure they're world champions, but they're, and, they're world champions. And, I mean, whose house is definitely the Rams' house, but let's think about this, Michael. Bucks last year, won at home. Rams this year, won at home. Arizona, Arizona Cardinals fans, you might start to get excited already. Are you impressed with my single camera work, talking quietly in a busy press room after the Super Bowl? Yes. It's okay. I'll take the job. <laughs> Here is so fine now, and we'll be back after these interviews. drive one I'll never forget um, just so many great plays by so many great players and um, that's a little scary um, just just so happy to get it done and um, I don't know it's, it's I'm speechless how's your angle how's your angle oh it's still attached so we're good did your wife tell you anything at the end of the game Excuse me? Did your wife tell you anything at the end of the game? Uh, just proud of me, happy for me. You know, she's been with me uh, through all these years and we battled so many things together. Um, you know, to get it done and have her down there with the kids and everything is, uh, is such a special thing. Matthew, all the years in Detroit, was there ever a point that you thought this was never going to happen? And, and how did you keep plowing through thinking it might? Somehow? I love playing this game. Um, I love playing this game for the competition, for the uh, for the relationships, you know, for the hard times, you know, for the good times, all of it. Uh, this game can teach us so much as people. I get to go to work with people from all walks of life, come together and go for one, you know, one goal. And for 12 years, that goal wasn't reached. It tore me up inside, but I knew I could keep playing and, and try to find a way. And. Uh, you know, the fact that we reached that goal today is uh, is so special. Like you, there's a little kid, a eight years old that has cancer in Mexico, a little tough. Can you share some words for this eight-year-old kid cancer? Yeah, uh, you know, we're pulling for you, man. We're thinking about you. I appreciate it. Um, you know, we, we had made it just a third, third down stop and, you know, fourth for down. I thought they was a run. They dropped back in the pass and, and we kind of, you know, um, Found a way to get the chop club, able to bend the edge, and, and find a way to get to the quarterback to make him, you know, throw a, a missed error pass. I actually tried to get the ball out, but he kind of tossed it up. So that was a little nervous at first, but um, it, it, it was a huge play, man. It was a, it was a great, you know, few stops for the defense that we made leading up to that. I think we started taking over the game up front when we needed to. Um, and we were a champ, so. He, he, he told me that when I got to the sideline, but you know, you got to be relentless, man. It's about, you, you want something bad enough, you got to go get it. You know, it was right in front of us. We had the lead, you know, we, it, it was put on the defensive shoulders, to, you know, to make the big stop to help us be world champions. So you won't want another way, you know, um, all off season, you, you, you work, you train, um, you got camp, you got long seasons that just for this one game to, um, you know, be the last team standing, you got to give it all, give it everything you got, man. And it's about being relentless. Um, showing up when you need to, you know, big time players make big time plays in big time games and, um, you know, it, it's truly a blessing, you know, 
had the opportunity to play this game, but not just play this game, play with great teammates, um, great coaches, um, a great organization, man. Been here eight years, a lot of ups and downs. Um, so to see it come full circle, you know, and, and be a world champion, um, you know, all that hard work you put into this game, um, that's what it's for. So it's like, you know, finally mission complete. So it feel great. It's an honor and a privilege to be here with all of these guys, man. Great culture here, great city. Um, I got great teammates. Um, thanks to Denver, man. Thank you to all the guys over there as well, man. It's been a crazy 365 days, man. The only way you can sum it up is, uh, you know, God is good. You know, they're a good team. They're a really good team. You know, Joe Burrow, great quarterback, was getting the ball out super fast. We just stuck to it. It, it wasn't a speech or nothing. We just stuck to it. We kept doing uh, the same things that we had been doing all season. We fought through adversity all season long. Just continued to take it one play at a time. We believed in a rush, believed in our process, believed in our teammates, and you know it, it worked for us, man. God is good. How's it going, Lizzie? <laughs> man, man, Aaron Donald is good, man. I don't think I've ever played for, for more in my career, man. I was uh, playing for DT. You know, he passed away suddenly in December. I was playing for my son. Uh, he was born in August, uh, playing for Trevor Mowad. He passed away at the, the, after the very first game of the season, um, playing for all of my teammates here. There's so many, um, so many hard workers, so many talented guys, so many guys on my team that was deserving of this moment, man, and, and it feels good to give it to him. It feels good to give it to Aaron Donald, Andrew Whitworth, Jalen Ramsey, all of these guys that have been working their whole careers to get to this point. You know, God is good. Juan, you, you obviously knew you have a shot at this, but when will it sink in that you were able to come here and actually get the time, do exactly what you planned to do when they traded you? Uh, you know, the crazy thing about me, I just believed it. I, I, I believed in Denver. You know, I believed that we was going to be able to get things right and make it to the Super Bowl. And, you know, I've always been optimistic like that. Came here, I had that same belief. You know, I believed in our team, believed in our quarterback, believed in our process and the culture here. And, you know, we just continue to take it one day at a time, one week at a time. You know, we, fa we fought through adversity. When I first got here, we lost three straight. We were able to rally, um, went on a streak, lost the last game of the season to a tough 49ers team, get in the playoffs, fought all through the playoffs, get here to the Super Bowl. We had to fight to get the win today, man. We got a team full of fighters, man. It's an honor and a privilege to be here with all these guys. Welcome back into the Irish NFL show from SoFi Stadium after Super Bowl 56. We're outside now, the game is over, the LA Rams are champions. Let's hear from the MVP of Super Bowl 56, wide receiver Cooper Cup, who had one hell of a game. This is going to be interesting, guys. <laughs> Cooper, I, I know you don't really like talking about yourself, but uh, the moment after you won Super Bowl MVP, what was just going through your head of basically just your entire career, no offers, zero-star recruit, all, everything? Yeah, I wasn't really where my mind was. Um, you know, just looking at my family, um, looking at my wife, my boys coming out here, everything they've sacrificed, um, that they've been through with me, that they've encouraged me through. Uh, you know, My wife's been with me since uh, senior year in high school. She's been through all of it. She's seen it all. She knows the sacrifices because she's lived the sacrifices herself as well. Um, I was just so, it was so amazing being able to see them while I was up on that podium. Um, you know, there was, uh, there was uh, in 2019, we walked off the field that last, uh, that last time after losing to the Patriots. I wasn't able to be a part of that thing. But I don't know what it was. There's just this vision 
God revealed to me that we were going to come back. We were going to be a part of a Super Bowl. We were going to win it. And uh, and somehow, somehow, I was going to walk off the field as the MVP of the game. And I shared that with my wife because I couldn't tell anyone else, obviously, what that was. But from the moment this postseason started, there was just a belief. Every game, it was just, it was written already. Um, it was written already, and, and I just got to play free knowing that, um, you know, I got to play from victory, not for victory. I got to play in a place where I was I was validated, not from anything that happened on the field, but because of my worth and, and God and, and my father. And I'm just so incredibly thankful. I just, in that moment you're talking about, I just felt like I, I was just so undeserving of what that was in that moment because it was, I mean, the people that I've been able to play with, the people that I've been around, the players that I get to play with, to come into work with every single day, the coaches that I get to um, work with, to co collaborate with, it's just been just the perfect team, the perfect setup. Uh, I'm just so thankful for everyone that's been around me. It was, uh, I mean, it really, I don't know if it's, it still really hasn't hit me. How was, how was that vision revealed to you? How was that vision revealed to you? It was just walking off the field. It was, it was as clear as day. Um, I walked off the field. I turned around before walking back through the tunnel, and it just hit me. It was as clear as I could, as clear as I can see you guys here right now. Um, Cooper, can, pretty, pretty incredible. Can you walk us through your route uh, on the on the winning touchdown of what you're supposed to do on that play? It looked like you're trying to get leverage inside and then go outside. Yeah, we had a little run alert in. We can you know, call the run. If we get the look we want to, we'll get man or something. We get a zero. I think we ended up getting a zero on that one. Uh, you know, we're able to alert things, uh, alert and throw a little fade ball out there. Uh, you know, Eli Apple has been playing me pretty well the entire game. Um, really came up, challenged me. I'm um, doing a really good job with that. And, uh, yeah, he, you know, cover zero. You got that inside leverage. So I tried to just weave to his leverage, make him, you know, move in a little bit, jab him one time, and be able to just give uh, – give Matthew some room to put the ball wherever he wanted to and he made a great you know back shoulder throw and uh, was able to come down with it. Yeah, you have to say, look, the Rams deserved it. They absolutely, they wasted, they won it. 
kudos to them, kudos to them for doing it and getting a job in their home stadium. Um, and one more thing we've been talking about, the half-time shots. Now, there's a few singers I never heard of, but sure, look, you were trying to advise me all week who these guys were. And we're watching back when I get home, you might just already text me saying how fantastic that was. Mark is gone. Look, can we say, half-time show fantastic. Cooper Cup, even better. Absolutely phenomenal. From Super Bowl 56, Dramelli, Brandon Cullum, enjoy the victory Rams. Thoroughly deserved it. Well done. Okay, now before we leave SoFi Stadium for the last time, obviously let's just round up the rest of the post-game presses and let's hear from both the winning and losing coach what they had to say after the game. Zach, just what's running through your mind right now? Uh, it's tough, you know, to, to fight and get this far and not finish it off. Um, really proud of the way that our team played. You know, they, they uh, gave us tremendous effort, put us in a position to win. We just needed one more stop, one more score there at the end to, to be champions. And hats off to the Rams. They got it done. What changed? Uh, Sorry. Go ahead. What changed at halftime? They started creating pressure. What changed on the line? Well, it's a, it's a good front. It's, it's arguably the best front in all of football. We're not the first team that they pressured. I know people will probably make it that way, but um, they got tremendous players that stepped up and made some big plays, and it made it difficult on us. Zach, do you think you could have done more play calling wise with screens and other things to just sort of negate that pass rush? Yeah, there, there's probably going to be things we look back on, and, and we'll have to analyze exactly what we could have done differently. Why'd you go away from the run, coach, in the second half? Uh, we just did the things that we thought we needed to do to win the game. What did you think of the um, the call down by the goal line on Wilson? It's tough. I, I thought it was a, a really well officiated game, to be quite honest with you. And and sometimes it comes down to moments like those. Um, I don't have a great look at it, but but I thought the officials did a nice job. How much were you guys restricted from a play calling standpoint once they started to get a lot of pressure and, and, and Burrow got hurt? Well, that, that's the problem. You know, is is they get every tape we've watched. They they hit every single quarterback almost on every single snap, and so it's a challenge. I thought our guys did a tremendous job early in the game managing that. Um, as the game gets on, you know, they did a good job creating that pressure. Um, and so when we had some negative plays in first and 10, you know, running the ball in second 13 is going to be pretty tough. Um, so, you know, it, it was just being more efficient in the second half and first and 10 would have helped us. How about Joe's performance? He gets sacked several times, gets his knee ding, but keeps getting up. Yeah, he's a fighter. He's one of the toughest guys I've ever met. Um, so much respect for Joe. He's gotten us this moment. And uh, it's just unfortunate that we couldn't finish it off as a team. The third and one run on your last drive, was that the kind of play where you're just seeing how they play you at the line of scrimmage? Yeah, they were getting a little softer, you know, and we thought we could we could steal first down there and then come back and, and take some shots at the end zone. Um, just didn't work out. What were you hoping to see on that uh, final play? I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Just the mask. What were you hoping to see on the final play there? Obviously, Joe was under pressure. just had to throw it away. What was the... Yeah, we'll have to see the, the clip to know exactly how it all played out. How hurt was Burrow there in that game? Did you, was it... It's hard to know. You know, I'm just—he's able to play, and I'm just calling the plays at that point. Um, we'll find out more. Did you ever think that he was going to be out of that game? Uh, it, you know, no. He always responds well and jumps back in and, and can fight through a lot of pain. Coach, you guys attacked Jalen Ramsey a lot in key situations. Why do you feel confident you can win those? Our guys aren't afraid of anybody. You know, we've got tremendous players on our team, and. And they got tired of the narrative of all the things that other teams are going to do to them. And here we are in the Super Bowl, and our guys stepped up and made plays.
the deep shot to tee on the first play of the second half, was that a look, or was that something you wanted to do regardless of how? It was part of a concept, you know, and really Joe pushed up in the pocket and felt felt the match coverage there and, and just put it up and let T go make a play. You know, it wasn't like it was a clean win. Um, Joe just gave a guy that he's got a lot of faith in an opportunity, and, and T rewarded him with a big play for touchdown. You know, I can't say enough about the resilience of this team. Guys stepping up when they had to. And it's going to sound like a broken record, but that's what makes this team great. That's why they're world champs, is our best players stepped up in the most crucial and critical moments. You end up losing some guys. Guys were asked to step up. Um, I just can't say enough about how much I love this group. They played for one another. There's something really powerful about being a, some, being, being a part of something bigger than yourself. And you could see that, the way that these guys competed. Love these players, love these coaches, and they're world champs. And I'm glad I don't have to listen to Gary give me any shit anymore. <laughs> Coach, 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 your playoff, your playoffs, and the Super Bowl basically came down to the last minute. Yeah. How did you get your team mentally prepared and ready for the final seconds of this game? These guys did it. You know, they're they're a mentally tough group. I think when you look at the Bengals, give Zach Taylor and that group a lot of credit. I have so much. You know, I love Zach Taylor. He's a close friend of mine. They played the same way that we did. We just found enough. You know, we found a way to make a couple more plays than they did. But, you know, it's. Um, it's such a tribute to that group. Really just uh, appreciative to be a part of it. And these players delivered in a big way. It was unbelievable. You know, we were able to go tempo, kind of regulated them and to be able to play some zones. And a lot of the third down situations, they were kind of doubling him, especially once Odell went out. You know, they were able to really kind of just hone in on him. Um, but, but Matthew and Cooper made, made the most of their opportunities in the most important and critical times. I thought the offensive line did a great job protecting. And then for AD to be able to finish it up, you know, when they went in the gun on the fourth down situation, you could see they probably weren't going to be able to run it. He had his opportunity, and he delivered in a big way, and he's a world champ. Oh, you, go on a fourth and one on your own 30. you know what? Sometimes you just go with a gut feel. Uh, I felt like based on uh, the way that they had played some of those short yardage situations that C Cup would have a chance to be able to circle the defense. They defended it really well, but it was a great player making a great play. We don't make that play. Uh, we're not sitting up here uh, winning that game for sure. Big time play. Welcome back into the Irish NFL show after the Los Angeles Rams defeat the Cincinnati Bengals to win Super Bowl 56. From SoFi Stadium, right behind NFL Media, NFL Networks Gardens, right there. We said hello to Kurt Warner, Rich Eisen earlier on. Great guys, great experience, great day. We're delighted now to be joined by Phoebe Schechter. Phoebe Schechter, who was on our show in London, former coach of the Buffalo Bills. Player of the GB team has been flat out this season, was on Talk Sports Night. Great to hear from Phoebe from SoFi Stadium. Okay, we're just in the aftermath here of Super Bowl 56, and joining us, who's just commentating on the whole thing from Talksburg, is uh, Phoebe Schechter. Phoebe, lovely to have you back on with us on the Irish NFL show. First of all, how did you find this, your first Super Bowl experience, and obviously working and commentating on the whole thing for Talksburg? It's still a bit of a pinch me moment. I mean, not something I ever thought that I would be doing, but it's, it's incredible, and the NFL is all about the experience, and this week has been just that, whether it's Radio Row, going to the actual Super Bowl experience, seeing the practices, and then here is like the grand finale. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, watching the end of that game, it just gave me goosebumps, especially having it finished by Aaron Donald, killing it on defense, <laughs> my people, my heart. So I'm just, I feel so lucky and so grateful to be here. 
Um, but I mean, you being a defensive coach and being so invested in the defensive game, obviously a lot of the Cincinnati Bengals, I mean, they really showed up on defense. They were really performing. They didn't let any loose tackles slip by. I mean, devastating for those defenders who really stepped up in this game for their game. Yeah, and I think a lot of talk has obviously been about the Rams, but it, the Bengals did a wonderful job. I mean, even coming into this game, everyone was talking about the Bengals' offense. Because there's no real big star-studded names on the Bengals' defense, they get kind of pushed to the wayside, but they were, I mean, they forced the Rams to punt so many times, and, and they were unbelievable. I mean, the way that they're able to close the distance and, and really get after those receivers and running backs, I mean, they're so impressive. They, they deserve their flowers for that. Phoebe, I'm 31 years of age, right? And uh, the Bengals fans have been 33 years for this chance again. I said to Mark earlier on, it seemed like it was like a 60-40 split in the crowd. It could have been more than that. The, the noise from the Bengals fans, especially on, on the side, because we were on the same side together, from this side of the stadium was insane. I mean, I you could have been in Ohio, genuinely. Especially looking around, there were so many orange jerseys, and you could hear the crowd. I would say the Bengals fans were actually louder than the Rams up until about the fourth quarter. That was the only time we really heard the Rams fans come to life. I mean, I know even from us in the UK, there are a ton of Bengals fans. As soon as they found out that the Super Bowl, that Bengals were going to be in the Super Bowl, they bought their flight straight from London, flying out here. I mean, that's dedication because, like you said, it's been such a long time since they've had the opportunity to be here, and now they just want to celebrate it. And I think they should be so proud because the future of the Bengals is so bright. Uh, the future is so bright, but it's not always easy to come again. Uh, AFC for the next few years, Herbert, Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, even Tua, if you're a Miami Dolphins fan, you want to believe. Um, there is Aaron Rodgers as well. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, Russell, Russell Wilson? Russell yeah, Wilson. Let's, keep, let's start the rumor mill now. But um, <laughs> it's not easy going again. And obviously, you've got strong ties to the Bills organization. They've had a heartbreaking uh, postseason this year. And getting that energy, getting that momentum in another year is very difficult. Do you really see and believe that this Cincinnati Bengals side behind Joe Cool, Joey Burrow, can make a run again, even in the most competitive AFC division that there is, or conference. Yeah, massively. I mean, look at what he's been able to do so far this season, and that's with really nobody believing in him and with zero offensive line. I mean, if they almost rebuild kind of similarly to how the Chiefs did in terms of giving him a nice O-line to protect him, I mean, they have some great weapons. They probably have the best trio that we can think of, especially out of this game, right, in terms of their receiving core. The, the young quarterbacks that are coming up right now are so exciting to watch. They're so explosive. I mean, this is like anybody could win it, but I, I don't doubt that the Bengals will definitely make a big push to get to the Super Bowl for next year. Phoebe, finally, uh, look, you've had an incredible year. and It was so great to have you on our London show. And look, to take up the time on that game day, we can't thank you enough for out there. What's next for you? You've been in Sky Sports, been in Talksport. How are you going to get through the next seven months? USFL, like what's XFL's next year, Mark? Yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what's the plan over the next few months, people? Oh man, so a couple different things. Definitely wanting to grow our UK Jukes brand in terms of getting more kids involved in playing flag football and giving more opportunities to women and minorities. I want to continue my coaching journey, so we'll see what happens with that. Even if it's getting to OTAs, training camp, I want to keep developing myself as a coach, but also it's been massively helpful to be an analyst. This is not something I ever thought that I would do. And I, I mean, I still can't believe that I'm doing it, but I have great team to work with. So hopefully I just keep working hard and, and I'll make really good things happen for myself. Well, Phoebe, Delboy Trotter for Trotter's Independent Trading was Peckham. 
New York and Paris and you've been with us from Tottenham <laughs> to Inglewood. So Phoebe Schechter, thank you so much for your time again and we really appreciate having you thank on. Thank you Phoebe so much. Thank you. So we continue on uh, giving the breakdown here from SoFi Stadium and we're joined of course by the rest of the crew here, Brian O'Leary and Colin Cronin. How's it going gents? How do you find the game and what are your thoughts on it? What a, what a Super Bowl. Um, I do feel very bad for the Bengals. What a fantastic fan base today. Um, delighted for Sean McVay, delighted for Aaron Donald, delighted for Von Miller, delighted for Matthew Stafford. I would love to see that unsportsman iconic penalty again. We never got to see that during the game. I thought that was very interesting. I thought the second half was a real chess match. Um, but probably overall, look, the, the, the Rams deserved it. The Bengals, Tyler Boyd, if he caught that pass, who knows? It could have been all very different. But ultimately, what a Super Bowl. You want it to come right down to the end? It did. Uh, so kudos to the Rams. Um, I wish there were more fans here to enjoy it. I think that would be fantastic. But look, they did it. They made it. Cronky raised the trophy. That's what we wanted. Happy days. And Michael, the Rams uh, were helped out by the Bengals not converting on short yardage a few times as well. We said upstairs, I was concerned with the Bengals in the fourth quarter. They looked completely gassed and they looked out of it. The one thing that I wanted to say to these boys while we're here, those gentlemen, SoFi Stadium, Brian and Colin, you're both very aware of the history the NFL has had in Ireland and the fact that we haven't been on TV in Ireland since 1991. Four lads today, the Irish NFL show, interacting with thousands of fans in Ireland, the UK and Europe. What did you think of the stadium? It's just, it's incredible. Ah, uh, the stadium is phenomenal. I mean, there is literally, genuinely, not a bad seat in the house, you'd have to say. You would hope that over the course of time, the, the Rams can continue to build on their fan base. It did feel at times like a Bengals home game. That's the reality. Um, I hope it continues to build for the Rams. They have a brilliant team, they have a brilliant coach, they just won the Super Bowl, um, and you'd love to see it continue to build. We just witnessed an amazing game. It literally, what you want is it comes down to the last plays of the game, and that's what happened. Like I said, Imran. I love the stadium, and I love the Bengals fans. We, Tim Colin, we're very fortunate. We spent the, let's be honest, we spent the entirety of the game before Bengals fans, Good and day. it was great. It was brilliant, and do you know what? It was kind of fans that you wanted to spend the day with because we talk about NFL teams such as the Packers, Patriots. All the teams we expect to win the Super Bowl. But today we had the luxury of spending the day with two really Bengals fans that have spent 30 years, 30 odd years to wait to be in this moment, and they really embraced the opportunity. And do you know what? They they had their chances. The Rams were a slightly better team. And look, the Bengals have a good good team ahead of them. It was a fantastic week and a fantastic to be here with you guys spending yeah, we saw the introductions. This was LA, which suddenly turned to Cincinnati with the cheers and the roars for the AFC champions. But in the end, LA came back again, and the Rams are your world champions. They have a really good front. Um, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and, and Leonard Floyd are you know, three of the best players in the league. There you go. We expected that they were going to get some pressure, so you know, they did a good job. They did a good job. Joe, looking back on this season, what are you going to remember the most? You know, I was I watched the football life of of Kurt Warner. 
you know, last week when we had a little uh, little break, and you know, I kind of thought about this in the locker room, and when they they lost one, and you know, later in, in within the documentary, they said or he said that. You know, they, they let it sting too much they did, that they didn't celebrate what they accomplished. So, you know, we're going to, obviously it stings, but, you know, we had a great year. Didn't come out this last game the way we wanted to, but I think, you know, we still have something to celebrate. Tyler, what's running through your mind after, after a game like that? Uh, you know, it's tough, you know, because we worked so hard uh, to get to this point. You know, and it's not easy uh, to get there, you know, and once you get there, you know, everybody wants to win. And unfortunately, uh, didn't happen for us. Tyler, uh, get the ball back. One twenty-five left. Uh, two timeouts. It kind of feel like you're going to be able to watch Joe take you down the field again and and do what you need to do. Absolutely, you know, because he do that uh, week in, week out, you know, and we all believe in him and we believe in this system uh, to go down there and score at that moment, especially with with, with over a minute left, you know, because we scored uh, plenty of times under a minute, but um, it just it just didn't go our way this time. What was the difference with the offense and the, the tail end of the third quarter and into the fourth? Uh, I don't really think it was too different. You know, I think we, we had the steady game plan to how we wanted to go out there and go against them, and uh, they just make more plays than us. What do you think of the flags Dan at the end Hunter of the game? Three. Say that one more time. What do you think of the flags during the end of the game? Um, at the end of the day, uh, that's not my job to speak on it, but I mean, I'm hurt about it, you know, because they wasn't throwing flags the whole game. They should have just let it play out how they was doing the whole game. But I mean, it's a lot of pressure going when 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 the time is about to be over. But I mean, it is what it is. You guys scored, uh, you know, the, the the touchdown, the field goal after the interception there in 22 seconds in the third. What kind of happened offensively after that? Uh, you know, there were a couple. Uh, Offense seemed to be struggling to move the ball. What was the problem? Yeah, um, I don't really think it was a problem. You know, adversity changed a lot, you know, in the NFL. You know, teams is talented. Teams is good. You know, this is the reason why uh, we're here, you know, because we're playing against another great team, you know, and uh, they, they, they took advantage of their opportunities and uh, made more plays. Tyler, does this kind of feel like so many games you guys have been in lately where you're right there as you guys go and make that one play where it's almost stunning when you don't? Yeah, you know, because uh, like I said, you know, we uh, believe in Joe and we believe in our offense to, to, to go down the score whenever we need to, you know, especially in, in crucial times. You know, we always deliver. But um, like I said, man, it, it just unfortunately didn't go our way, you know, and, and, and I know we'll be back, though. Between the receivers and the defensive backs, was it more of a, a lenient game for, for most of the game? Yeah, you know, I think it, it, it was a great battle, you know, back and forth. You know, we made plays when we needed to. They made plays when they needed to. You know, but I mean, it just comes down to who who out executes who the most. You know, and, and they done that. You know, but I wish we could have did the play back. You know, because it's just hard to lose like that. You know, when we believe in ourselves, knowing that we can go down and score. So here we are at the uh, at the vestiges of the cleanup after SoFi Stadium. There's confetti still messing up the field. But we're joined by a good friend of the Irish NFL show, Diolando Ledbetter of the Atlantic Journal-Constitution. Diolando, lovely to have you on as always. All right, thanks for having me. What a great game we saw here tonight. Matthew Diolando. Stafford uh, getting his first Super Bowl title. Diolando, it seems like only we were sending you this morning. It seems like only yesterday we had you in London. And that beautiful, cloudy, cold morning. <laughs> um, what a season. 
What like, the playoffs were were incredible, and you know it wasn't the highest scoring game, Mm-mm. and there was a you know the third quarter wasn't fantastic, Mm-mm. but we still seen a lot of action in this game. Yeah, no question about it. You saw a lot of um, you know Aaron Donald, who's a big guy, one of the top defenders in the league, kind of took over there a little bit. Uh, you saw Joe Burrow, and the Bengals had problems blocking for him all year. Uh, 51 sacks led the league, 12 in the playoffs, seven more today, uh, tying the Super Bowl record. So, um, yeah, the fireworks, but we, we were still on edge to the end because Joe had the ball last, <laughs> and they could have went into overtime. You know, we've seen so many great dramatic wins in the playoffs, and the stage was set here today for another one. Diolando on that fourth and one play. Sean McVay's apparently on the sideline saying they're in shotgun. Uh, Joe Burrow's drop back. It doesn't look like they're going to pass, and he says Aaron Donald is going to finish it right here, right now. As you said, he stepped up. But another player stepped up for the Rams, uh, Cooper Cup. You know, more receiving yards, regular season, postseason, than any receiver in NFL history. Uh, and he had to step up, obviously, with that injury to OBJ in the first half. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, uh, Matthew said that they were doubling him on third down, so that they were taking away his number one guy. But uh, in the fourth quarter, when they needed him, they were able to get him free on a jet sweep, were able to get him free near the goal line, uh, drew a couple penalties. Then got open against Eli Apple for the game winner. What a shifty receiver. Um, you know, people know he's coming and they still can't guard him. And that's been the case all season long for Cooper Cup, who won the Most Valuable Player Award. Orlando, you have worked in the league for many years now. And to see a guy like Matthew Stafford finally get a ring, uh, it, it's a great thing. And we, we know that we, I met so many people from Detroit in the airport mm-hmm. on, on Friday, all mm-hmm. coming over here to support Matthew. Yeah, no question about it. He was well-liked in Detroit. He was well-liked in Georgia. Uh, as a Georgia Bulldog, took them to three straight uh, Associated Press top 25 finishes. Uh, got drafted by Detroit. Went to the playoffs three times, but wasn't able to win. And then this year, as a Los Angeles Ram, he gets all the way to the Super Bowl and wins the title. And Diolando, just before we finish, obviously a little word about mm-hmm. the Bengals. You're talking about a lengthy period of time for Matthew Stafford. The Bengals' pain mm-hmm. goes on, obviously, 33 years since they were in a Super Bowl, 31 years since they won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. But yet again, it ends in disappointment. They're still awaiting that Super Bowl. Um, what are your thoughts on them and obviously the future for them with such an exciting pairing in Burrow and Chase and great pieces around them, obviously? Yeah, no question about it. Joe Mixon's a good running back. You want to get him some help moving forward. Uh, you need to block better. Uh, that yeah. We saw that quite <laughs> obviously today. Uh, they couldn't, and that was a good Rams defensive front. So, you know, um, if they can fix their line issues, which, you know, should be their main focus and bring everybody back, uh, you know, uh, they still got a chance here to be one of the top teams in the uh, AFC and maybe get back to the Super Bowl, which is in Arizona next year. And, you know, finally, the Orlando, just to, just to you know, cap this whole show, cap this season off, you've been an incredible support for us. Mm-hmm. We said it to numerous people today, but more so yourself as well, coming to London with us. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for guys like you, we wouldn't be here today. So f- thank you very much. And to everybody here as well, <laughs> uh, we'll be back on Friday. We're, we're going to cap the show now. We've got D-Led, as Matt Ryan calls him. <laughs> we'll see you all on Friday. And that's us from SoFi Stadium. See Thanks, Friday. All right, take care. Thanks for having me.